You're listening to Gospel Garage, sharing the good news of the gospel through the teachings of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Hi guys. Happy Saturday, or happy and blessed Saturday, and happy and blessed any day of the week from this Saturday onward to whenever you might be catching up with us here at Gospel Garage. I was thinking of a few things this week, and just whether it's something that you're overwhelmed with or we're overwhelmed with. And what's the answer? You know, sometimes when people are stressed and overwhelmed, they go for a run, which is a good thing. Um, sometimes when we're stressed or overwhelmed, we eat a bucket of ice cream, which is maybe not a good thing. And even deeper than that, when we are celebrating, we can go too far into sin in the celebration, thinking that we're entitled and deserving of whatever it is that sin is gratifying. Or when we are overburdened and we just want to block out everything, we go to sin. And it reminded me watching some people go through some stuff and facing own questions in our life as well, that what do we do when everything is discombobulated? You go to Jesus. Like Jesus is the answer. He is. It is that simple and straightforward. You go to Jesus. You go to Jesus for all things. And so that was really placed in my heart beautifully this week. And we had many encounters that Holy Spirit um, invited us to participate in, whether it was worship practice and a few moments with people, a few moments with coworkers, anything at all. And we're very grateful for it. And we take it to Jesus. We go to Jesus for the comfort for the healing we don't go to substance or emotion responses or things that are detrimental and sinful to ourselves to others and certainly absolutely that block our relationship with god yes god how we thank you for this past week for this past week and all its missteps and all the adventures thank you for keeping us so very aware of your presence Allow us to hear your voice above all others, God. In this world where there's so many um, distractions and so many of us are trying to find balance between competing demands, even demands for serving in your kingdom, God, demands on family time, things that are beautiful and gift, gifted by you, Lord. Even those things, we just pray for your calm and balance and strength in it really the endurance lord that comes from you when we're hearing conflicting voices we want to hear your voice first and even now with these like looming deadlines or there's complex decisions that we're watching a loved one try and make and then the noisiness of our own thoughts get in the way lord god how we love you allow us to know because you you are there so we pray for that wisdom to know beyond a shadow of doubt that you are guiding our steps as you draw us close to you and that you are so very near in all of it that we get to listen and value that precious time with you that precious time god that you set aside even here and now in this very moment even this morning when we were having a coffee and contemplating today's sermon message god in all those moments we see you we need to have your power to keep our minds focused on the task at hand that you've asked us to complete. And so very clear 
on your word, Lord. We need that discernment from Holy Spirit and guidance. In you, we have confidence, Lord, in, in the today and throughout the week and all the weeks that you allow us, God. Grateful for that time and how we need you. And we pray, pray that we can be an encouragement to others in their walk with Jesus. In learning and understanding that we get to go to Jesus in all circumstances. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Been really enjoying the new American Standard Bible translation. I like to research um, the theology behind different translations. And we've talked about that before here. There's interpretations that have been published and translations that have been published. And so it's quite a, a good journey in your walk with God, not just reading the Bible front to back, but then asking for his discernment on different ones to use. So often here we use the New American Standard and the New International Version, and then King James. When I was first saved, I thought that was the only Bible ever created. I thought the Bible was the Bible. I didn't know that there was um, a Bible that the Catholic denomination uses a different way. And I didn't know that there was different, again, different translations like New International or Christian Standard Bible. I thought the King James, the thee, the thou, the thou, <laughs> thou art. I thought that was it. So the first Bible I ever read front to back and in the moment that God saved me and Holy Spirit hung out with me for those three straight days and I read the Bible front to back. It was King James and it was magnificent. So it has a really strong place in my heart and I do love reading that version still. And in our house, there's like different translations hanging out around the house as well as online. So today we'll be a bit back and forth, New American Standard, New International Version, whatever version you're reading. Each time you open it up, and even before you open it up and you're holding it in your hand, pray with Holy Spirit. Pray for the wisdom and understanding that he provides as you read the word of God. Proverbs 16, verse 3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. He will establish your plans. Like choose to, and in fact we get to, go to Jesus before anyone or anything else. Let Christ establish your plans. Let Christ lead you. Let his word guide your life. Like literally commit your decisions and then your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Proverbs 16, New Living Translation words it that way actually. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. And when he tells us that, he's not saying that it's what you want in the flesh. So you pray about it and you give it to God and then it will succeed in the worldly form. It is anything within his will. And when we pray to God and seek his will, he clarifies what his will is and then produces that pattern throughout our life. Commit to Christ. Let Christ rule every area of your life, guys. Every area of your life, right? your heart, your emotions, your thought processes, your hobbies, your workplace, your business, your career, your family life, your marriage, your friend relationships, in all things, commit it to Christ. Wow, isn't that amazing? And that also goes for the joyful stuff. Like if you have a good sense of humor and you're witty and funny, commit that to Christ and you will find that he pours into you a whole different kind of humor, not the humor of the world that can be hurtful, 
at the cost of others or humor-filled and detrimental to the feelings of another person. Not at all. Christ will fill you with wisdom in the joy, the celebration, the loud noises, the quiet times in all of it because wisdom comes from God and leadership then comes from God. And Christ is the author of all things in our life. And so when his word fills our heart, which is why, again, it's so important to daily, daily read your Bible, it's even easier and easier to commit our ways and our wants and needs to God and put him first in it. There's so many sayings. He's the author and finisher of life, and he is our destiny. He is our father, creator, and salvation. He is life eternal not our forever home here on earth at all, but the forever home at the side of God. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ, if you haven't yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please know he's right there with you and wherever you're standing right now, right this very second. If you're on your couch and you're watching this on your iPhone, if you're on your bike and you're listening to the podcast, if you're thinking about this moment and then later on or just doing something else totally random, wherever you are, if you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he is right there with his hand on your shoulder, ready for you to reach your hand up to him. Let's say the simple prayer like right now in the moment. God, I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. I believe that he died and conquering death rose again. And yes, God, in the name of Jesus, I repent of my sin and I turn to you. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that prompting. Thank you for that teaching and encouragement that it is that simple that we can turn to Jesus right then and there and give our hearts to him immediately. Like, let's refine the habit, guys, of asking Holy Spirit to teach us how to commit the work of our hands unto the Lord and really let Jesus Christ lead our hearts before we accept that new job offer, right? Um, before we spend too much money, uh, before we tithe and question tithing in all things, before we get dressed for the day, like it's in every single moment. It just becomes this habit of Holy Spirit's presence in your life. You invite him in. He is welcome in. Christ will lead your thoughts. And then again, he, those actions that come from those thoughts, those actions that are so, so for the kingdom's glory and for God's plan and within God's will. Let Christ design those plans too, because we so often want to have a plan. Like we planned to have all of this uh, insulated and drywalled two years ago, but we, you know, didn't maybe commit it in the timing to God as much as we should have. Or in fact, once we did commit it to Christ, we realized that even though it's not a finished building, we're an unfinished work. God is ever present and ever working in us. And so we are grateful for whatever we do have to work within his will and for his glory. And it is his timing. And we get to trust in that timing. And with his merciful love, God will provide the process of whatever it is you need. Because he knows what we need. Way beyond what we want. 2 Peter 3 verse 8 through 9. But do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved. That with the Lord, one day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years like one day. 
The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Again, that's his timing, isn't it? We get to read that reminder in 2 Peter. One day is like a thousand years. When I first read the Bible and then the times that I've read that verse since, um, the, the verses within actually 2 Peter remind me as a personal reminder to increase my patience, right, in timing of wanting stuff here and now. And that's patience with myself too and it's patience with others. It reminds me to calm my pace and not get hung up on what I thought I should be doing at that moment if I'm not doing it yet. Um, not get caught up in what I think God is wanting me to do if I'm so caught up in the thought process of it that I'm not hearing his word. And then recently when I read that verse, um, I was seeing it with fresh eyes, which is so magnificent about the Bible, guys, because it's the living word of God. You can read the verse, you can know the verse, carry it in your heart, and then read it with fresh eyes. Like a thousand years is like one day. That makes me pause and stop. Can you imagine when book of Genesis and God created the world and we sort of read it like, and then the first day and the second day, but a thousand years is like one day and one day is like a thousand years. That's God's timing. We can't control. We mankind cannot control God's timing. Like, whoa, that is beautiful, terrifying, awe-inspiring, beautiful. Holy Spirit teaches us that all it, as in anything takes, is one moment. One moment for God to breathe into a situation. Like one moment for him to stop us and remind us to honor him. And one moment in our day where we can be so, so thankful for the gracious God who we want to serve, who loves us and forgives us when we step outside of his will. One moment to pursue his heart. It's amazing grace, guys, to listen to his voice. One moment and our whole perspective is reframed. We've, we've taken that moment to look at Jesus, to go to Jesus. And so today, guys, wherever you're treading water, because it can feel pretty heavy right now, and uh, maybe not, maybe you're effortlessly floating too, which is wonderful too, because there's all the seasons. Wherever you are at, keep going. Galatians 6, 9, persevere. All of those moments matter in our journey. And then remembering the truth of all things that the Lord's moment matters the most. So we have moments in our life that are very significant to us. Our marriage, our divorce, our death of a spouse, our best friend having a child, like a zillion moments that are part of our journey. They correct us, they teach us, they break us, they refine us, all the moments. But remembering that the Lord's moment is what matters most, God's will, whatever we take and put at the foot of the cross for Jesus. And so when we're thinking on that, don't be surprised about the moments God creates. Don't be surprised when the sunrise cuts through the clouds. Be bewildered, but be expectant that he is there and he is the creator. Don't be surprised when that call comes through and it's great news for your kid and they got accepted to university or it's the call that comes and it's news that you're going to have a bit of a health battle for the next few years in all things be expectant but not surprised be in awe of his majesty but not bewildered and concerned be filled with faith and hope and the yeah the joy of the lord there's songs like that right the joy of the lord is my strength but it's a truth 
It is the truth. Think of it like this too, that God of creation is always creating. I love that as well because he's creating us from our first newborn breath and he's creating the fields and the gardens that feed us. And he's creating the wind that carries the weather patterns throughout the globe. It's pouring rain right now. Then he will carry the wind and it'll be sunny. He carries all things on his shoulders and yet creates a path for the salvation journey to eternity with him. It, it's, it really does get me into this contemplative or like, I guess I'm kind of dumbfounded so much that when we go to Jesus as the answer for all things, when we go to him, which he freely offers himself to us upon the cross, in, when he left the tomb empty, he freely offers himself to us. And so when we go to him, instead of the sin that cannot fill us, we are filled with his light, with his presence, with his wholeness. He is our strength, absolutely. Like he wove every fiber into existence, including us, including you, including the people that we're arguing with or the people we haven't met yet or people we never got a chance to meet. And it's so, so vital to keep our eyes on Jesus because whenever we're struggling through any difficulty, we need to guard our thoughts and then our spoken word carefully. And we need to guard our minds as to what we put into our thoughts when we are just blanking out on Netflix marathon for the day because we're avoiding, right? Go to Jesus. He'll fill that emptiness, that rawness that you're feeling. Keep a Bible near at hand. I can never emphasize enough how much Mike and I love the Bible. It's the book we read. It is daily in our lives. Um, honestly, keep, we have them at hand. They're on the iPads. They're on our phones. But then the Bible is on the coffee table. And then there's a King James Version on the microwave. And then there's a New International Version in the bathroom. And they just sort of blend into our home because they're God's living word. And so keep a Bible at hand, multiple Bibles, if that's convenient for you. I actually have one in the car for lineups and waiting, etc. Makes me very emotional that he's offered us and written for us his word. And so when you pick it up at any moment, any moment that is distracting you from Jesus and you have that Bible in hand and you can just open it up and read, read whatever is right there in front of you. Think on a verse if you have some verses that you know of and open them and read that verse. If nothing's coming to mind, Jesus, Jesus, we trust you. We trust you. Holy Spirit, please sit with us in this moment as we read your word and teach us what you want us to learn in that moment. When we focus too much on all things that are wrong and keep our eyes off Jesus and out of the Bible and out of the heart full of praise, we'll so uh, become increasingly discouraged, guys. And I know that's easy when we're seeing so many things bombarded at us and then our strength feels sapped and we really aren't feeling like we're in a right space. And you can be loving God and knowing Jesus and still face all kinds of emotions that are feeling dark and dreary and heavy and questioning God and asking um, well, actually, that's the result, isn't it? You can be questioning and distraught and not yet asking Jesus. And that is what we mean when we say go to Jesus with the questions. Go to Jesus with the truth that is buried in your heart. 
go to Jesus with the anger and the misunderstanding that you want clarification on. As soon as you realize any of those negative things that are happening in your world are happening, stop that process immediately. Because again, Holy Spirit is waiting. He's waiting and he offers us his peace. He says, turn to me. He says, ask me, ask me to help you with your struggles. That's Holy Spirit. He's right there to receive it. He's right there to point us to Jesus Christ, the answer. All that is, all that was, and all that will be. 2 Corinthians 1, verse 3 through 4. Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we may be comfort to those experiencing any trouble. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? God comforts us. And with that comfort that he provides, not only makes us feel better or brings a wholeness or understanding into our hearts in the meantime, but by his very comfort, we can then be comfort to others that he places on our path. Because remember, really, all the problems, they're temporary. Think of what happened five years ago. Did you ever think maybe in something you were struggling with five years ago that you'd be right where you are now? And then five years from now, if it's within God's will and you look back on the time that you've lived, can you imagine where you are now and where you were then? So all problems are temporary. This life is not eternal, but Jesus Christ is eternal. Remember that truth. Jesus Christ is eternal. And our relationship with him when we seek him and know him as our Savior is eternal as well. So go to Jesus for everything, every question, every concern, every addiction that needs to be broken, every thought, every mistake, every choice that you regret, with everything, everything, go to Jesus. Go to Jesus. He reminds us of our heavenly destination. His friendship and his presence is not just encouraging. It's not just like a cheering squad. It is the very presence of God manifested in our hearts and in our daily life in our daily life, keeping our eyes focused on him. Wow. And in that chance, we get to be that to other people. And then that's not easy, right? We know that we can come up against resistance in friendships and opinions and politics and healthcare. And I mean, the list goes on and on. But when Jesus is first, all the rest sort of just falls down into place. And once we've gained that perspective, I think that... Um, It'll be easier to comfort another person. Sometimes we have no idea what's going on in another person's life. Maybe you see something in their countenance that's just a little off. Maybe it goes deeper and stronger than that, that their enemy is attacking. And so it's much more than comfort that God is asking us to provide. In fact, it's a bit of deliverance, prayer, and bringing Holy Spirit into that conversation, into that presence in that moment. And that is such a blessing to hungry hearts. I know I'm hungry for God, and I know I'm hungry to do what He wants for His kingdom. I'm hungry to know what He wants of us, I guess I should say. And it's a gift and an honor to be here with you guys, to sing worship songs with my husband, to gather with friends and sing worship on a practice night. or. Um, Definitely it's a gift to be able to serve the worship team at church on Sundays and then carry that throughout the week. I mean, each and every moment is a blessing to those hungry hearts. Absolutely. And as he pours that light into us because we've gone to him in honesty and faith, right? We get to turn 
the light that he shines in us, we get to turn that outward onto other people. The light over dry bones, the light of Jesus Christ over dry bones. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for speaking that word into our lives this week, that we go to you for all things, all things. And when we don't go to you first and we fumble and fail and we've grieved Holy Spirit, he still freely offers you the grace and forgiveness and redemption when you then repent of whatever it was that you were walking through and in that was dragging you away from God and turn to him as your savior. Then hurting lives, hurting lives will find um, consolation. And when we become those people that seek God in our mistakes and trust God's forgiveness and accept and receive that his unconditional love covers it all and gives us that courage to walk forward each and every day, um, hurting lives will find through us, right, the consolation that we have found in God. And I think that's so important. And then our joy, the joy of the Lord that we carry, it becomes contagious and then it actually physically pours out into other people around us. And it sounds so tangled and kind of messy, but it's so simple. Like God is joy and Jesus brings joy and Holy Spirit shares joy. And it's not the emotion of joy because you got the I don't know, bouquet of flowers you'd hoped for or the job you needed and all those things that make us happy. It is the very essence of Jesus Christ, truth and joy and love and him. Wow. John 16 verse 22. So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy, Jesus, away from you. Jesus Christ's loving presence is ours to dwell in today, guys. Like right now, it's today, it's tomorrow, it's for always until he calls us home. Don't give in to um, lifeless living without him. Seek Jesus. Speak his name. Trust him. Receive him. Like we said in the prayer a few moments ago, when we turn to God, remembering that neither the present nor the future, nor any powers of evil, nor anything else in all creation will separate us from God's love, we can stand firm on that rock, that foundation of his truth. And then when we also immediately turn our thoughts in any situation to Jesus, right? Turn it right away to God. It demonstrates our trust in him and that builds that relationship with him. And even undesired things such as pain and health issues and problems, they're reminders to communicate with God in prayer and worship and grateful for the beauty of actually having each moment that he gives you for the beauty of having the moment of eternity if you know Jesus as your risen Savior. And focusing on Jesus Christ's presence, it protects us from getting stuck in those problems because life is up and down, life is messy. Being a Christian isn't protected and coated in solid gold bubble wrap while we're here, is it? Like there are challenges at our own choices and at the choices of others. And so when we get stuck in the here and now, like always going over it and over it in our mind without making any progress. In fact, we'll stumble backwards. We won't leap into the faith that we get and fall into the arms of God. When we sort of get into that habit of not going to God first, well, then everything just seems kind of murky and gray. 
murky and gray. And it does blow me away that Jesus walked on water and he taught and he corrected and he flipped tables in the name of his heavenly father, not to go and be aggressive and rude to other people. And he did it all in the sacrificial love for his people. And so when we keep our eyes on him, even in this modern day and age where things are so, so crazy and we want what we want right now, and we want it fast and we want it easy and we want it in a comfortable way. Um, like Mike and I were talking about our blueberries this morning and our oatmeal and how we just go to the grocery store. We actually don't have to go forage. We can do it because we want to, or we can grow blueberries if we like. But here in this culture of this nation that we're in, we go to the grocery store for blueberries. And it's right there. And that's God's provision. And that keeps us very comfortable. And then it's way too easy to fall into that comfort, isn't it? And so when we walk with Jesus, we realize it comes from him. And when we walk with Jesus, and realize that it's not what we own or what we receive tangible that fills us, it's him and it's his presence and he's the only answer to all of it. I'm so very grateful for that. God, we thank you again for this word. Isaiah 26 verse three, you keep completely safe the people who maintain their faith for they trust in you. Thank you, God, we do trust you. And when we don't trust you, forgive us. As you do forgive us, thank you. Because sometimes too, like maybe you've been through some rough stuff lately or you're going through something right now that's rough and aren't proud of decisions you've made. Those are things that I faced in my past. I'm not proud of things that I've done, but they're forgiven by the blood of Jesus. They're forgiven by the blood of Jesus because I know him as my risen savior and I seek his will and his way and I trust that he will always have the best in mind and that through the struggles and the wars and the battles, Jesus is victorious. And so maybe we let ourselves sort of become listless and joyless, right? Thinking we're not measured up to God's standard because of things in the past. That's not true, guys. The fact is that despite all choices, despite errors and sin of the past and our wrinkles and all the things that we feel and identify incorrectly of ourselves, when we let all that go and realize that our value in God's eyes has not changed because of Jesus Christ, then we know and understand that he gets all the grace, the forgiveness, the compassion and peace and provides all the strength and all the joy in these uncertain times. And he loves us unfailingly through all ages, yesterday and today. And Jesus has made himself so, so available to us he is so, so ready and waiting. He is right there at that door. He truly is. He loves you and he loves me. And he came to this earth to save us and to give us a future while we were here. And then that future of eternity with our heavenly father. And he walked in love, guys, because Jesus Christ is love. I understand history to have been about Jesus Christ for thousands of years, the birth of Christ, and then thousands of more years, he is the savior. Seek him, seek him, seek first the kingdom. Second Peter three, verse 17 through 18. You therefore beloved, knowing this beforehand, be on guard so that you're not carried away and fall from your own steadfastness, but know in the grace and knowledge 
of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I read that wrong because I'm a bit emotional and I couldn't read it clearly. But grow in the grace and knowledge. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What a Bible verse that is. Holy Spirit gives us the wisdom to choose to sit at the feet of Jesus and turn our eyes to Jesus and sing his praises no matter what we're going through. Celebrate with Jesus. He celebrates with you. He weeps with you. He stands you upright and says, you know, you shouldn't have done it that way. And I love you. And I am here with you as you follow my way to do it. Like amazing that he pours it over our steps and the steps of others. Oh, my dear friends, dear friends and family and people that we just, we, we love as God loves. Today, we earnestly pray, earnestly pray that you find one space where you can hear God's clear voice, wherever that is. And remember that Jesus is our who. He is our why. All distractions fall away then. Competing priorities, they become clear in the presence of Jesus. And he grows faith into us so deep and so strong that we won't topple over. Christ has been raised. He is risen. And day isn't fading into black, but every morning it's his new mercy and it's the brightness of his love. And it's not being suffocated out. In fact, his light is chasing all the shadows in those dark places. Sin is not winning. It is swallowed up in victory. Make Jesus your personal Savior, your personal Lord and Savior. Your personal Lord and Savior, because we have personal fears, guys. We do. What I'm scared of, you're not scared of. We have personal traumas. What I've faced in my life, you haven't faced. What you've faced, I haven't faced. And therefore, we have a very, very personal God. And because Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior over and above all of creation, whether we say he is or not, he is. Okay, so it doesn't take our acknowledgement to make him so. He is that. But when we receive him as our personal Savior, we turn to God and say no to the sin that has trapped us. We go to Jesus to save us not in hopelessness, but in trust. We turn to Jesus to deliver us from the enemy and its minions. We turn to Jesus and we get to go to Jesus to speak to us, to guide our steps. I mean, they sound like catchphrases when we're talking about it, right? To guide our steps and by his strength. But they are the truth found in the written word of God, found in the teachings of Holy Spirit when you allow him into your heart. Jesus Christ, he's not a formula. He is not a formula in a history book. He is God Almighty. He's not even just a theory in our mind as the ignorant try and describe him as, I suppose. He's so tangible right there. Like you can feel his presence. And if you can't feel his presence, it is okay to struggle with that and challenge him in that and challenge yourself in that. Know that he is ever present. And when we come to him with sincere truth and repentant hearts for what we've done and a sincere acknowledgement of his sacrifice on the cross, he is right there with the brilliance of an indestructible life in his eyes, looking right at you, his beloved, you, 
his beloved. Amazing grace. He teaches, these two I will swallow up in victory. These two will serve your joy. He has overcome. He has created his people to be more than conquerors. Jesus is so alive, guys. And we get to go to him. We get to go to him. I can't lose that sentence. It's powerful. I think we'll dive into it more this week and go into the Bible and look a bit more about the very free offering of Jesus Christ that allows us to come to the foot of the cross. The sacrifice of Jesus that brings us into connection with God that we can now turn to God and pray directly to him. Isaiah 25, verse 7 through 9. And on this mountain, he will swallow up the covering which is over all people, even the veil which is stretched over all nations. He will swallow up death for all time. And the Lord God will wipe tears away from all faces, and he will remove the reproach of his people from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken, and it will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God for whom we have waited. This is the Lord from whom we have waited. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. Amen. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. Oh, Lord. Lord, we need you. And we come to you and we say that we need you for this and that, but not with a to-do list, God. We just need your presence in our lives because we know we cannot step without you. We say we need you because we know by our own flesh and our own might, we are not capable. We are nothing without you. We're so humbled and so thankful for the wisdom, the correction that you provide as we truly seek you, Lord. We ask forgiveness for the times we get tired and frustrated, Lord. And we admit we need that help that comes from Holy Spirit to stay the course. Thank you for the promise to renew us. Every morning we can face a new day. Not of anything in our own ability, Lord, not by our own ability, but because of your love. Help us see you in each moment. Help us stop and listen when you whisper direction. Help us to expect the unexpected and have open hands on whatever you're passing through our lives, Lord. We remember who you are and what you have done out of love for your people, Jesus. We remember that a thousand years is like one day to you, God, and we pray, pray for wisdom as we trust your timing. We pray for your discernment on how we're to spend the time that you've given us. Yes, Lord, you do encourage us. It's us that gets in the way. Forgive us, forgive us. We're ignorant and childish and selfish. And yet you've placed in us a heart for your people, a heart for, oh God, a heart for your kingdom. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We receive your healing. We receive your correction. Restore us, Lord, restore us. 
you've made a way. May our hearts be readied. Yes, Lord, again, may our hearts be open to you. We pray deliverance, oh Lord, we pray deliverance. We speak the name of Jesus over every circumstance that is holding someone down, pinned to the ground. Lord, we speak deliverance over the people that struggle in their sleep to wake up as the enemy tries to hold them down. God, we speak the name of Jesus over every creature that is creeping in to your children's lives. Lord, we speak the name of Jesus and pray for healing. We pray for hope. We pray for discernment. We pray for celebration and revival, Lord. Thank you. We love you, God. We pray for guidance this week and a hedge of protection around each home and each heart that is serving your kingdom. And we pray for wisdom for those who want to seek your kingdom and don't know how to step forward. Holy Spirit, pour into their lives. Pour into my life. Pour into Mike's life. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Jesus for my family 
listening to Gospel Garage. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit us at gospelgarage.ca forward slash podcast.